This one's for you, the girl who so badly wants to feel confident and empowered to walk in her purpose. That girl that needs to remove the internal clutter, causing the limiting beliefs, fears, self-doubts. That girl who wants to meet her most confident self. She wants to live a soul-driven, purposeful life. This one's for you. Let's rise, babe. What's up, you guys? Today we are talking with special guest Jessica Marie. She is founder of the Purposeful Soul Project and Community. Jessica is an embodiment coach, which means she's helping you embrace your higher self and reclaim your worth to find your inner voice and really start living life by your own rules. Tune in today as we chat about what it means to live an authentic, aligned, and purposeful life and how to experience true freedom. Jess, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. You have been through such an amazing season as of recently, and it's just added to the wisdom that you've already had and you being so open and honest and sharing all of your messages, all of your divine downloads on your social media has been so inspiring. And I can only imagine how impactful that has been for your clients and your followers and everybody kind of in your circle. We are just so lucky to have you. And I kind of want to start this off with you sharing a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Jessica. Um, Cody and I have been friends for probably six, seven, eight months. I don't even know how long, but we've never met in person, but I feel like we've just connected so well. Um, So a little bit about me. I've done all the things um, but I'm really learning to just kind of find more about me and discover more about me. I think that's the beauty of evolution. Um, but I started as a health and fitness coach, um, got out of my nine to five, knew that that wasn't for me, wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, but I didn't necessarily know exactly what that entailed until I went through my own health and weight loss journey. And I fell in love with fitness and nutrition. Started doing that for a little while, worked in person a little bit, the pandemic hit. And I kind of felt in a place where I was like, what now? Like, maybe this is an opportunity to realign myself because I was kind of feeling this like resistance towards what I was doing. So over that time, I tried to get back online and get all that going. And again, I felt like this wall happened of like, what do we really want to be doing? How do we actually really want to be serving people? And when that moment hit, that's when I knew that I was meant to do more. I was meant to impact people at a deeper capacity than what I was able to do with just physical and uh, nutrition training. And I wanted to dive deeper into the mindset. I wanted to dive deeper into like rewiring our belief systems and actually create permanent behavior change. So through that, Um, I felt the need and the call to do more mindset coaching, embodiment, life coaching. Um, so that's kind of what I've been really focusing on now. And, you know, through that have had like a few certifications alongside, had a business coach and just someone who could really help me align all my thoughts (laughs) into an actual business structure. Um, so that's what I've been doing and it feels so more fulfilling that I'm able to help people at that deepest level possible. Amazing. So when you talk about realignment, I feel like oftentimes it's easy for us to write a caption and use all of these words and terms, but a lot of people need us to pull back and actually define some things and jump into what does that even mean? So for you, when you talk about you feeling resistance and needing 
realignment, what did that look like? What did that feel like in your life and in your body? Mm, It felt like going against society's expectations. And that's something that I really, really felt called to not go against, like I'm being rebellious, but more of like, this didn't feel aligned. Like this didn't feel good to me of living a nine to five and, um, doing something that almost like was expected of you, what other people were doing around you, your peers. And that's kind of what society has taught us is like, you, you do it by the book. You go to high school, you get a degree, you get a nine to five or a corporate job. And and then you just, that's it. And I started feeling that distance when I was in my nine to five corporate job. And I just felt like this, like unmotivation to go to work. I was started crying every day after work. And I was like, something needs to change. But I felt so scared to really become an entrepreneur and start my own business because, you know, that's not what we were taught. Um, so kind of feeling into that, like realignment of like what I actually want to do with my life. That's going to make me happy. And I've always wanted to help serve people. I just didn't know what that looked like, how that felt. So when I started doing that with health and fitness, I felt really good with what I was doing, able to help people change. But then I, I think it was like this, like level of like leveling up in this, like evolution of myself that I really started have having to listen to. So getting back into that realignment, it felt like it all, it almost just feels like you wake up every day and you just don't necessarily have that full motivation or purpose. And you know that it's there, but you're just like, maybe what I'm doing right now isn't really serving me right now. Am I okay with that? Am I okay to listen to that? Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of going through the emotions and the processes of like, can I transition again? Is that okay? Well, why can't it be okay? You know, so really listening into what your body is telling you to, because your body and your mind is is so, is so much more smarter than what you think, you know, and if we can actually tap into that more, we'd be able to find our alignment really more faster for sure. And asking yourself the right questions, I feel like is something that you're getting at there too. Like you wake up and you ask yourself the questions that maybe you're afraid to really be honest with yourself about. And it's like, are you waking up happy? I think that's the biggest contributor to like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you living the life that you want to live? Are you happy? Are you waking up happy? I think that is super basic, but extremely powerful at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's something too, is like waking up feeling fulfilled and purposeful um, and happy and genuine and, and all those different things. And that's when I think, you know, that something needs to shift in your life, whether that's your career, your relationship, um, whatever you maybe are doing on the daily, like things you just don't necessarily agree with. They come up if you listen to them um, and waking up with purpose and, and, and intent and, being happy is something that we should be feeling on a daily basis. Now I'm not saying like all of our moments should be like that, but we, we all, all, all humans on this planet, I fully believe have a purpose and we have a mission, but sometimes we're not able to tap into that because we've turned that off for so long. Um, So I think it's really important to be able to tap into that part of yourself and really listen in because your, your whole entire body is full of intuition. If you just, give it that opportunity to show you. Yes. Something that you talk a lot about is an identity. Um, 
And it goes hand in hand with the topic of our podcast, which we're going to dive into the authenticity of your life, of your purpose, of just being who you are and kind of stripping that down and diving into really what that means, what that looks like. But a lot of it starts with your identity. And I think people look at like, oh, I'm supposed to find this big, gigantic purpose over my life and I'm not going to be happy and fulfilled until I find that purpose. But that's not true. And we all know that's not true. Like what you've been sharing recently is the journey to living out your purpose and living out what your soul's calling you to do in these moments. But how would you define and explain someone's identity? Mm. Oh, that is such a deep question. I think in all honesty, identity is is being created by the time that we're born. And it is the societal expectations, our, our parenting, our, our parents' um, expectations of us, the way that we grow up. Like we start creating our belief systems between two and six years old when we're in that state of just risk, like downloading and digesting information of understanding like what love looks like, um, what is approved by our parents, yes and no. Do we get reprimanded by this? And we start putting parts of our true self into like a bag in a way or, or repressing it down because that's not acceptable by someone or something. And at the end of the day, as humans, we want to just feel fully connected. We want to feel accepted. So we start learning at a younger age, what is approved, what is not. Yeah. And that really shapes our, our identities that, sh- that creates the mask that we start wearing. And then we start, it becomes personality traits. Right. Um, and a lot of that is the subconscious work and, you know, that I think comes out over time when we get older, when we get into relationships, when we start seeing failures or mirrored back reflections of ourselves in certain people and things, right? And we start to question, like, what are we doing? Like, do we do we feel good with this person? Do I feel good making this decision? So our identity is, is created at such a young age. So then when we get older and we're starting to be able to think for ourselves, and maybe that's being around certain people who are um, maybe more elevated than you and that you want to kind of think more like them, right? We start to be around certain people that give us maybe what we need or what we want to feel like, or the opposite can be true. We're around people who necessarily don't fulfill us. And we start to feel like, okay, maybe I'm growing out of that. Uh, so finding your identity really comes from, I think, stripping and peeling back the layers that you once had attachments to that don't serve you anymore. And it is the hardest thing I think for us as humans to ever go through, because that means maybe losing friends. That means maybe losing relationships, things that we felt so comfortable doing and to go against that grain and find your authenticity and be your true self and feel okay with that, I think is something that we have to get comfortable in the uncomfort of doing. Yeah. It's losing yourself too. And that is so scary because you stop identifying with who you've identified with your entire life. And so when you go through those seasons of, I love the word you use stripping it down, it's scary. It's hard. It's work, but it's so worth it on the other side. And just to like, kind of add to your version of like what identity is, It's like the compilation of all of your experiences, all of your trauma, everything you've been taught, your environment growing up, like all of that formed who we believe that we are. And what I think is so powerful about the type of coaching you do is you help people 
release that old identity and shift into the truth of really who they are and who they've been meant to be all along. It's um, my choice to believe that we aren't like becoming anything. We're like unbecoming everything that we have, you know, piled up over the years, the identity that we've absorbed. We need to get down to the true self of who we were, like that childlike spirit when we were little before all the adulting shit happened, you know? Um, So with that, figuring out what your identity is, you become even more authentic in your truth. Will you dive into authenticity? Because you explained it so powerfully the other day. Mm, Yeah. One, I want to just say that that I love everything that you said of like actually like stripping down to your childlike self and, and really kind of rediscovering who you are and removing all of that, all that fluff that we've been building on. Um, but authenticity means to me is like finding who you are, um, against the clutter, against the chaos, against society and, and really kind of rediscovering yourself. Um, spending time alone, I think is the biggest thing and like love doing that because that is going to show you a lot of your personality. It's going to show you what you like and what you don't like. And you almost don't have that like comparison or judgment alongside of that, that you might have with your friends. Um, and I really think authenticity is something where you have to just be committed to finding yourself and, and really figuring out what you want and what you desire and feeling okay with all the thoughts and like the things that you, that come up. Um, I think that's the biggest part when it comes to being authentic is like really figuring out like what matters to you, what your morals are, what your values are against everybody else. Like how can you make an impact? How can you really make change in this world regardless of what anybody else is doing. I think that's the biggest thing is really figuring out who you are without all these responsibilities or ownerships of everything else that you have. What do you feel like is the importance of that? Like if someone's listening to this and they really haven't dived that far into personal development and they really, they're, they're maybe perceiving this as a little bit more woohoo than the life that and the reality that they've created for themselves now what would you say to them as what the importance of authenticity is and what that would do for their life if they explored themselves and took time to discover what their soul's kind of calling them to do i would say that you're finding your voice you are able to stand up for yourself you're able to have your own opinion on what you want out of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing too is like vocalizing your needs and your wants with your partner, with yourself, with with finding purpose. I don't think that you can find purpose in this life if you don't know who you are and what you stand for. I think that is so important in creating your own identity for you. Because if you don't, then you're going to just be like everybody else who's trying to be like somebody else because they don't know who they are. So by you actually taking that action to continue working on yourself, continue healing, growing, you are actually separating yourself and really going to be a lot more happier because you're being you Mm -hmm. fully. 
and terms that you use a lot are free. Like you feel so free when you give yourself permission to just be you and be authentic and do that inner work. You start feeling free, alive, aligned, and you just, it's energy shift, like a whole world, your reality changes and it's energetically just different. I don't know how to fully explain it, but then you start attracting different things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, yeah, I, I think that, that that's a big thing too, is like, once you kind of start figuring out who you are and you become more aligned with your soul, with the people that you want to be around. And then, yeah, exactly. You start attracting that back into your reality and everything starts in a way becomes easy of like, I feel free. I feel aligned with who I am. I feel alive. And the people that are attracted to my energy are coming into my circle. And then everything about your life is just so flowy and free. And it just makes more sense. And you just, you do, you feel a lot of freedom um, being yourself with and not trying to be somebody else because I've been there and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel good. And now that I'm kind of more embracing who I am, the weirdness or the difference, whatever that is that I felt like I didn't necessarily want to show. I just feel more giving myself the permission to just do what feels like a hell yes, always. And and making decisions off that, it just feels, feels freeing. Yeah. And neither of us are manifestation experts, but I would say that this is like the missing link when people are trying to manifest money and like manifest this manifest that it's like it's hard to do when you're not in an energetic state of alignment and um you don't truly know yourself and what you want it's really hard to manifest the things that you want if you don't know what that is for yourself or what's your highest and best you know yeah or you might get upset because things aren't coming true and then you're like well what the heck and then in truth that wasn't meant to be manifested for you because you're not right. Like exactly. You said in that energetic state um, of being. So yeah, it all, it all goes together. All encompassing. What would you say are barriers for women that you work with or something that you've seen in your own life for people to be their most authentic? What are things that kind of get in the way? Comfort. Um, really being afraid of leaving their old self in truth. Um, I think that's the hardest part because you get so comfortable, even if things are toxic, um, your ego and your body gets so comfortable doing something because it's familiar. And that's all you might know if that's through old traumatic experiences, if that's through relationships, um, you just get comfortable in that. So when you go against that, that's something where your, your ego is like, wait, well, no, like I'm protecting you. We have to be here. So a lot of what, um, or the women that I work with are a lot of people who either subconsciously or get to a conscious state where they're like, I no longer want to be repeating these patterns and being in the same lifestyle no longer. Um, so the biggest thing I would say would be to start, um, for them to start finding their voice and using it and speaking their truth. And sometimes it's really challenging because I've never been able to do that. So it's like relearning it's unlearning things and then learning how to actually speak up and stand up for yourself, knowing that it might not, um, fit the narrative that everybody else is expecting you to. That's so powerful. And dropping the expectations I know is something 
That's super powerful too. Can you dive into what that means? Expectations on yourself and expectations from other people. Yeah. You know, we live in a place where people pleasing is the norm. Um, external validation from parents, from people that we love, the people that have shown us that they approve of us, right? At, at the core of it. So when you when you are able to speak your truth authentically, you have to remove this expectation that they they might not be okay with what you have to say. They might not agree with the decision that you make. Are you okay with that? Mm. If that means that you're living aligned and authentic. And if you can say yes, then you're going to continuously live your life more authentic and free. Um, but that's the hardest part, I think, is again, like the conditioning of like, well, mom and dad might not approve of me starting my own business. They, you know, they paid for my college degree, or I have a partner who doesn't really align with my values and what I want in somebody, but I'm so afraid to leave them because it's comfortable. And, you know, they start making excuses and stuff like that of why they're staying, but then they know deep down that's not serving them. So it's really kind of, it's really kind of taking that fear and, and riding with it and going into the courage of like, this I know is meant for me, although I'm going to feel a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. let's still do it because this is not serving me. And I think it's, it's very, very challenging for people, myself included, to, to leave everything that you, that you knew and going in a place where you're like, this is where I feel the best version of me, but that means I'm going to be losing some people along, along the ride. So the expectations of all of that. And that's something that you just recently made the shift, made another shift into. I think um, as coaches, we're constantly working through these seasons and like every new level that we reach, there's something new that we're working through and shedding and coaches need coaches too. But that's something that you just recently just, experienced and discovered from moving to Dallas from LA, what is that feeling like? Can you share that experience a little bit with that shift and knowing that you were meant to move away from everything that you've known for the last five years? Yeah. Uh, um, I just, I felt like besides getting into the personal parts of why I'm moving, but more so um, I felt like a shift was needed because I wasn't feeling like I was growing where I was. Um, and although like I, if you would have asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said I would never move out of LA ever. Like I just love it here. Mm -hmm. But I think as I've grown and expanded myself in the pandemic really allowed me to sit alone with like my feelings and my raw emotions. Um, I really felt like, you know, it kind of made me think about why am I doing what I'm doing? And is this the best place to be again, comfort? Right. And even though like the first two years of moving to LA, I was the most alone I've ever been, but it was the most growth that I've experienced at the time. So LA supported almost in a way, the comfort and the uncomfort, but it was all familiar. So moving into a new place, I had so much fear. I was like, and I still am. I've been here for two weeks and I'm like, is this the right thing? Am I going to find my people here? Like, is this meant, is this forever? Does it have to be forever? Right. All this uncertainty, this fear that you feel when you're shifting. But I think there is, you'll know when it's the right thing to do, whatever that is, whatever that transition or shift is going to be for you is that you just feel in your heart that, you know, you need to do something. Mm. And when you can really sit into that and knowing that like it's coming 
and knowing that the uncomfort's coming and the fear and the uncertainty is going to be there and you can still do it or feel that you want to, that's when I think the difference is that you're like, okay, this is like the right move for me and moving in. I, I do, I have that uncertainty and fear all the time, but I do feel that there is like such a shift where this was like the right move and maybe it's not forever, but for now it feels good. I used to think that my dreams were way too big for me. And I used to like, I could play things out in my head, like a movie. Like I have such a creative mind that I would literally close my eyes and just daydream about things. And there was a shift where I realized that I can actually make this a reality. And it's not just a dream in my head that I'm like making up and that's too big or too far from me. Um, So you just sharing that made me realize that thought. And I think a lot of people will resonate with that because I hear from a lot of people on social media, like, Oh, I wish I could do what you're doing. We'll do it. Like you can, you just have to overcome yourself first. And, um, I guess my question for you with all of that is when someone's starting to discover that their soul is calling them to do something, I feel like a lot of coaches, are moving. They just, they move states, they pack up everything and they leave. Like, I don't know, like, does it have to be that dramatic when you're like stepping into that new version of yourself? Like, do you have to totally quit your job and sell everything and move states or countries? Um, no, I want to say no, but at the same time though, you get to a place where you have had enough and that the little, it's almost cause this happened to me. Um, you know, I was making little changes to like become an entrepreneur, but I like, there's, there's a place where you have to just like step on the gas and not look back. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're starting to make those little changes to like do something for that bigger dream and you're not seeing the return or you're not seeing the results, then it's like, okay, then we have to be ready to go to zero. We have to give everything up to do this, whatever that is, that is like blocking you in your path. And I think when you can do that, that's when you know, one, you're committed as heck to your dreams and two, that you're, you're willing to give it your all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the big difference of like, no, you don't need to move cross straights. You don't need to like, like sell all your stuff. But I do think there is an importance in creating an environment internally within yourself and externally to allow you to thrive and grow and be around like-minded individuals that can help you achieve what you're doing. Yeah. And you know, I think you, you'll know when you start to feel like that itch of like, okay, this is not working for me. How can I make it better? And maybe that is moving. Maybe that is just like switching your friend groups. Maybe that's getting on social media and making new friends, right. That align with you. So I definitely think there's little things you can do, but you need to be committed to it. Yeah. 100%. And it's not necessarily like shedding old friends. It's just like putting space between you and people who are no longer in alignment, I would say. Um, But the environmental change is one of the most pivotal things that you can do for yourself when you're in this, this transformation, like getting out of that comfort of where you've been, I think is the easiest way to like launch it. And that's the scariest thing I, I believe in starting this journey is, straight up moving. Um, so it's like, yeah, you, you don't have to do that, but at least changing up your environment, I feel like intuitively shifts a lot internally and helps you take that first step. Yeah. And I think too, like adding on to that is like constantly being uncomfortable. 
because we can't grow when we're comfortable. I know that's always said, but like, you really have to embody that you have to be willing. And like, that was something too, where I was like, you know, I'm in a relationship and I'm not going to see this person for like six plus weeks. Mm -hmm. And that's uncomfortable. Right. And, but there was something in me this time that I'm like, with all the other things of moving, like you said, from a place I've always known for five years that I felt literally so at home at, um, all these different things. And I had to lean into the uncomfort and it actually felt like inviting. And I think when you can be in a place where you're constantly learning, looking to grow and expand, you have to be also willing to be in those uncomfortability. And when you can sit in that uncomfortability, really powerful things are going to come to you. You you have to, you have to know that going in and believe in yourself that think good things are going to come when you take that action that you need to. It's like choosing which uncomfortable you're going to be. You're going to be yeah. uncomfortable just living the mundane that you're not happy with. It was almost like I felt like I was living in a shell, like a snail shell that I like got way too big for. And I felt super uncomfortable and I, I had to make the decision. Do I stay in this discomfort or do I shift and go to this discomfort? That's actually going to help me grow and thrive and change my life drastically. Yeah, that's perfectly said, right? If you're not happy with what you're doing, then you're uncomfortable. But what uncomfortable, what uncomfortability are you going to choose? I love that. This gave me goosebumps. This is your quote, dancing with the duality of both working on myself, but also being okay with where I am. Mm. Whoa. I literally (laughs) read that this morning and sat back and like took a deep breath. I was like, that is so powerful. Will you dive into that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think when it came to being authentic, you know, I want to just be so transparent. Like I have been feeling that I had to be somebody or I had to kind of show that I'm the expert in all these things in order to help people and coach people. But in reality, you know, I'm still struggling with certain things, but I'm also working on myself at the same time. Um, and I've realized over time that you have to be okay with being okay with where you're at. So accepting it, because if you're constantly in this place of like, no, everything's fine. No, this isn't that bad. Or, you know, in denial, then you're not really going to come from a place of growth because you're still not surrendering to the truth. And that's the first place is like being okay with who you are, where you're at, the mistakes that you've made. And not really being so guilty against it, because if you can start shedding that and being in a place of like neutrality, I think, then you can start working on um, growing within yourself. So it's it is the dance of duality of being okay with who you are in this moment, but also knowing that you are you want to work on yourself. I think that as entrepreneurs or high achievers, we're always in this place of like, I have to do more. I have to be better. I can't fail. And then you really get like anxiety around that. You're like waking up every day of like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And then you almost start comparing yourself and all these different things. So if you can actually take a step back and say, I'm doing the best I can at this very moment. And I'm really proud of myself. That kind of takes away that stress of like wanting to do more in that moment. Because if we continuously try to up level or one up ourselves, we're going to be in this constant cycle of like, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. And we're actually never going to be able to do anything that we're trying to do. So if you can be in a place where you feel confident in who you are in this moment, but also being like, 
and I'm still working on my stuff, but I'm so cool with who I am and who I'm becoming. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest dance you can have. And, and this, this balance, I should say that you can have when you're doing both and you're committed to your growth is mm-hmm. being in that, in that dance. Oh, powerful. And it's so cool to hear you explain what we've, what we've been through, but like, I always like to share like personal proof and like testimony over what it is you're explaining. Like I was working nine different streams of income two years ago. I would come home, change really quick, walk the dogs around the block one time, grab leftovers from the fridge and like eat on the drive because I was grit grind and hustling, trying to get out of debt, trying to get further in my career. I wasn't sleeping well, wasn't eating well, was stressed out, like so much anxiety. And then when I started working in the same community that you're working in, I was prepared to get a cohesiveness of all these different businesses that I was running. And I was like, oh yeah, like he's going to help me, you know, get structured and get further in my career and make more income in all these different revenue streams and have more cohesiveness. And really what happened is I went into a season of full surrender of doing way less of stripping down everything and literally like sitting and meditating and like quite literally stopping and smelling the roses. And it was the most transformative season of my life because I, I am now living what you just explained. Like I'm working on myself, but I'm also okay with who and where I am. And I'm not I don't resonate with the hustle, the girl boss hustle anymore. I it does not suit me. Um, and so just as, as somebody who's proof of what you just explained, um, it truly is life-changing to not get sucked into the hustle and bustle that our society and culture has created for entrepreneurs. Like you don't have to do that to see success. I know that is something I've learned so heavily over the last year and it has changed my life, my business. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can totally attest to that as well. (laughs) Yeah. Doing less sometimes gets you further along. Um, And then something that you mentioned with like not allowing your past mistakes to um, influence where you're at now, that goes back to when we discussed identity because the mistakes you've made in your past can form your identity, you can choose to say like, oh, that's just who I am. Or like, I did this in my past and like, that makes me who I am today. And I just need to embrace that. But do you agree with that? Or how do you strip down those mistakes and not let them identify you? I would say, you know, when it comes to having mistakes or having, you know, guilt and shame around certain things in your past, we all do, right? But it's like not choosing it to allow to define us. And the way that we do that is by not allowing it to have control over us. And by first, you have to actually process what happened and feel into it and know that like, that was the best you could do at that time, whatever, whatever that was. And when you can actually fully surrender to it, and it will no longer have any control over you and you can learn to forgive and let go. I think that's the biggest thing is like learning to forgive and let go. Um, And that's going to, you know, allow you to propel forward and not really use those mistakes as hurtful words and um, events towards ourselves. 
um, that is something that's really important to, to do is like learning to like forgive, let go and, um, find yourself in all of that and not allowing it to define you. Cause it doesn't, we are, we're people who make mistakes. We're going to, I don't care who you are. You're going to continue making mistakes, but it's like, can you learn from them? Can you learn to let go of them? That's the most important part. So a lot of this podcast has been the what and building awareness around how we can change. And I hope it was inspiring and kind of mind boggling in a way, because it's hard to step into the tactical, like, okay, this is all great. And it sounds amazing. And I want to feel free aligned and alive also. And I want to let go of the past old identity. And it's like, okay, but like, whoa, where do, where do I start? And we always talk about how coaches need coaches and like, I wouldn't be who I am today without the mentors and coaches that I've had in my life. So the cool thing about this podcast is Jess does this for a living. She helps women break through and do this kind of work. I don't, I don't believe that anybody can get there on their own. Like asking yourself the right questions and journaling and reading the right books. Like that's just brushing the surface of the deep work that you need to do to break through and step into this next level of yourself and it'll be worth it, but you need guidance in the process. So Jess, will you explain kind of what it is you do, what you offer for people and how they can find you and work with you? Yeah. Um, I really help women find their voice and honestly break from, from others' expectations and flip the switch on their life so that they can start living in leading a life they love. And that is aligned. Um, I am very much connected on Instagram. Um, you can totally find me there. Just kind of started TikTok, So you can hit me up on that too. <laughs> um, but I also have a website that talks a little bit more about who I am, what I stand for, what you can expect working with me. Um, and my one-on-one signature coaching program is called the purposeful soul project so that you can help find your purpose living and leading a life you love that is aligned. Um, so you can check me out there and we can kind of just have conversation and kind of see if this is something that would be a great fit for you. And you do just like casual one-on-one, um, like coffee dates kind of thing, right? Via Zoom to just connect with people and get a feel for what they're looking for. Yes. I love to tell everybody, just bring your favorite beverage and let's just chat all the things. Mm-hmm. I'm someone who is very transparent in who I am. And I think as a coach, you need to be able to relate and connect to your, your people. Um, so I'm someone who's not going to sugarcoat anything for you. I'm going to be very honest, but also, you know, be a guide for you to help direct you in any direction that you, you need to go in. Yeah. And you're like one of the easiest people to have conversations with. Like, it just feels comfortable and it's not intimidating at all. And I think that's the first, like the number one thing that stops people is like the intimidation factor. And so guys, if you're listening to this and you want to reach out to Jess, don't be intimidated. She is the sweetest soul and hopping on a zoom with her. You will feel instantly comfortable. So Jess, thank you so much for being on. It has just been so inspiring. Like I've even been inspired by, um, this discussion and your thoughts and mindsets on, on things. And I'm definitely going to sit back and reflect on this as well, but do you have any final words for us? Mm, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to just speak a part of my story. Hopefully this impacts and, and really allows you to kind of start getting those wheels spinning on your own life and where you want, 
where you want it to go and what you want out of life. Um, but no, I think the best thing too, is just continue being you and continue being committed to finding out who you truly are. Always a work in progress. There's so much to come, you guys. I feel like this is just the beginning. There's so much bursting out of me. I have started creating again. There's going to be ebooks and workbooks coming up. I have started my vlog officially on my YouTube, and I'm just so excited about the alternative forms of content that I've been able to create inspired by you guys, your reviews, your shares, the comments that say, I needed this today, or the DMs that share your story about how my content has helped you. Those are really the things that keep me fired up. So if you love this episode, if you've been liking my content, please feel free to share, feel free to shoot me a DM and just let me know so that I can continue to speak truth into your life and help you rise.